Hello and welcome to Camera Centre UK's podcast. Today we have Tyler, who will probably be my co-host in a number of these ones if we need to fill in a week. And uh, when we're on together, we'll probably end up talking about camera gear and stuff that's been going on through the year, through the year, so. through the week, through the month, I yeah. don't know, whenever this gets Whenever made. things happen. Things yeah. happen when they happen and we're just going to get on with it there and then. Well, that's very yeah. philosophical. I mean, I like the philosophical aspect to the, how the podcasts have been going so far, mm. um, which has been pretty good. But Tyler, tell us about yourself. Yeah, so I basically work at Camera Centre UK. Do you? Um, and yeah, so that was a bit of a, bit of a giveaway. Yeah. Uh, so my job is I'm the guy that manages the social media. So essentially me and Stuart work together all the time. Yeah. So talk about hours. ideas, talk about what we're going to be doing next and all that. Yeah, um, and we work anti- social hours and we work anti-social hours, but we work together to get what you're looking at done. Talk. So you do the social media. So we do the social media stuff and as well. we work together quite a bit, which we do. Um, you've also been on a number of videos and I feel like people like you more than they like me, which is sad. No, don't be don't be so mean about yeah. yourself. Well, yeah, you, you're trying, every every video you try and put in is just like, well, I'm better than Stuart. And yeah, I'm like, but that's just, that's just to wind you up. I mean, yeah, you no, leave it in the edit. I do leave it in the edit because <laughs> to be fair, I do all the editing. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so anything else about you? Are um, you a photographer? I am a photographer, yeah, by trade. So professionally out of here, I do portraits, I do events. I basically just go where people will have me, okay. really. Um, I shoot Nikon, which I know there's a slight rivalry between me and Stuart. There's not a rivalry. Can we just clarify? A lot of it is jokes. Yes. Yeah, because like, I feel like when it comes to a lot of different camera brands, people are like, well, Sony's better than Canon or Canon's better than Sony or, you know, whatever Nikon is. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <sighs> but realistically, uh, camera's got to suit the person yeah. that you're, you're with, and it, you know, it, and for the most part, it's our jobs to help you figure out what yeah. you like, know what cameras are good and be good for you. When you come into Camera Center, for example, so we're not going to be like, you need to buy Sony, you need to buy Canon, you need to buy Nikon. No, no. Like, we're going to ask you what you want to buy, and then we're going to encourage you to buy, make the best decision for yourself. Yeah, I mean, I mean, that, that, that's that's pretty much it wholeheartedly. Is you know, I think, I think. We pride ourselves on our ability to be honest when it comes to kind of like which camera's going to be best for whoever it is. Mm. And I think that's a, a, a good thing to do, really. Just, just take it that all cameras are good and they all do something that you want them to do. Yeah, just exactly. finding what, uh, what you want to do. I say to people when they come to the shop, it's like buying a car. Yeah. Right? They all do the same thing. They all get A to B. Some people like a BMW. Some people like an Audi. Some people like a Ford. And some people like a Nikon. And some people... <sighs> Bye. Joking, joking. Yeah, gotta get paid. So no, no. That was a joke. I, I do actually believe Nikon cameras are really good. And like we did try out the Z8 the other day, and it's a camera that, um, I mean, like I come from a video first kind of like way of thinking. And Nikon, although when they first started putting video in their cameras, they were quite popular in the video market. They've never really truly embraced it up until the point where content creation has pretty much become the the main thing that a lot of people worry about. And yeah. um, what I'd say out of the Z8, Z9 is that they are incredibly capable cameras and they're really interesting to see. Mm. Um, and I believe they've also got that Blackmagic RAW which is coming into they it. They do, well. so they have um, built-in ProRes as well. Yeah, oh, that's crazy. Like yeah, yeah, crazy. Like I, I, I'm sure some other brands don't even do no. that. So, and it's and it's 8K capable as well as Z8, which yeah. is another like step up from 4K, 6K. You know? One thing I never understood when it came to um, the XQD cards because it uses XQD. Uh, it uses CF Express, but it can take XQD. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So the original, the original Z cameras took XQD, yeah. and then when they went to the Mark IIs and then the Z8, Z9, they went to CF Express. Oh, okay. After that, but you can use the same software. Fair. Well, no, it's just one of those things that I feel, I feel like Sony keep abandoning these like cards mm. and giving them to other people. Yeah. Like we're on the Type A on Sony at the moment, which are, they are really cool, but yeah. Yeah. they are they are very expensive. I mean, they're amazing. One I do want to try out, and I've been trying to speak to Holden about, like, if I can get access to it or, like, pay for it, because I would, is they do, um, Angelbird mm-hmm. do a terabyte Type A card okay. for less than you would actually buy 
one of the other things for like yeah i mean like the, the five whatever the 500 gig one well, that, that was the thing because they all came out really crazy prices yeah and i say crazy they, they're fair for what they are yeah right but then there's going to be we all know there's going to be a moment when a brand comes in and goes we're going to do it for half the price well or, the other thing is is angel bird's actually a really good cut like manufacturer of things because they do it all the um they do like specialist designed ones for the um, the Ninja, yeah, the SSDs for the Ninja, which I like. I use for my Ninja, and I, I like them quite a bit, to be fair. Yeah, oh, that's cool. And I'm pretty sure they work with Nikon cameras too, so they're yeah. quite varied. Yeah, you know, sometimes Nikon can be funny about that kind of thing. But yeah, I know, I know. I'm pretty sure they work. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they do. So, I'm pretty sure yeah. they work. They do. I, I'm not, they I do haven't tried thing. it, but I heard a thing that someone said about Angel Bird working in Nikon. So. Yeah, yeah. Cool. There you go. That's exciting. Mm. Uh, someone's coming up the stairs. Hi, Callum. Hey, Callum. We should get Callum on next. We should get Callum to stand in between us. But he's, he's not hope. I understand. We're going to... And today's guest... <laughs> is a guy with a surname, uh, which is Jessop, which we all find hilarious. Do you want to know someone's hilarious surname? <laughs> it is actually. It's, I mean, it's way better than my actual surname, um, which will keep off the, the record yeah. for now. Not for any legal reasons, just no. because, you know. Yeah, yeah. you got to love Welsh surnames. Um, <laughs> what? Yeah, so that's all about you? Yeah, that's all about me. So what about you, Stuart? Because we've seen you a lot, and we've seen yeah. a lot of what you do, but tell us about you and life. Me and life. Um, so it all started in 1994, mm -hmm. where I was gifted to the world right okay it's a, it's a gift yeah. like you know uh, no <laughs> um, well to you yes I <laughs> so I'd like to talk in a lot of the podcasts we do and some of the, the videos we do as well about kind of like origins of creativity yeah. and stuff like that because I feel like everyone has their origins but a lot of people don't necessarily talk about it too often mm. um, and you know I think with me it was you know, throughout my childhood my mum and like literally filmed us as we were growing up so yeah, yeah. um and then you know uh through that uh, my stepfather then introduced me to doing photography and i absolutely loved it i wanted to be a photographer for a very long time yeah and then i wanted to be a um <laughs> an architect after watching grand okay. design and then i wanted to be a graphic designer yeah. after I don't know what, and then um, I finally switched to video when it came to um, college and university. Well, kind of college and university, and I've always kept myself quite varied in that respect. Yeah, uh, university is where I got into doing um, video, really, and uh, I started by doing videos of buskers. Okay. Cool. Which was a lot. Yeah, of you fun. mentioned that in another video because yeah. there's quite a few of our videos surrounding sort of yeah. music and buskers and, yeah and, and at yeah. the time they were they were doing they were doing quite well and um it was nice to you know you know give the i wasn't charging buskers for the videos i was literally producing these videos for free at the time because yeah. i was in university yeah. um and i just wanted to get my name out there but also produce some cool content so yeah. me and a friend of mine um he did the audio because i didn't necessarily understand it mm -hmm. and um i did the video for it cool. and for that it was literally three 600d cannons Okay. That I borrowed from. Six hundred D was an amazing camera. It was. I it, had a Canon. I, I still rate it till today. Yeah. Um, I, saw, I saw a five fifty D in the cabinet the other day in, in the shop. Yeah. And I went, brilliant. oh my god, that's the first camera I ever owned. I, I think in terms of like a training camera, because when it comes to the photography world, like specs for megapixels go up and down, specs for autofocus go up and down. But if you want a camera to truly learn, getting yourself a, like an, a U six hundred D. Yeah. I think um, will say a save you a lot of money, but yeah. also it's a great way for you. For example, if you're looking to get your kids into doing photography, excellent camera. It just it. gives you enough that it's it's basic yeah. enough, but it's not so basic that it's yeah, that exactly. it's rubbish, and, you know. And I think we're like touching on that a little bit more is like if you get that camera with a uh, plastic, fantastic. Because I do think the Canon 50mm f1.8 is probably mm -hmm. the most unique 50mm f1.8. Yeah in its ununiqueness because it was literally just plastic it was 90 quid second hand yes. still is still today i don't know yeah i owned be. one i owned one because like i said before nikon i was canon and i had the Were first you? i was yeah yeah <gasps> and before that i say before that when i had a 550d 
which by the way I shot weddings on yeah. I did and I learned that manual selection yeah. option as well which by the way was amazing at the time because yeah. you had like 14 focus points or whatever it was yeah, yeah that 50 mil though was one of the first lenses I bought after I bought it with the 1855 do you know so. that was actually my first introduction to camera center was buying a 50 mil really yeah it was back when the shop was over the other side of the arcade mm. um, where they just had I think they had Newport and just Central at that point okay my first experience of camera center was uh, I bought a lens cap wow yeah expensive from a, a lovely lady called Tash who no longer works with us I'm sure she's watching uh, <laughs> she saw, she saw, made that sound like she passed away no no no. <laughs> no 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 she's, still very, Tash is still very much alive just <laughs> just that out there okay sorry Tash um, you're not dead no, um, <laughs> um, but I bought a 58 mil cap and that was my first experience yeah, yeah. I'd like I think what what was interesting is that like, I did like I think one of dwindling people that experienced the old shop, mm -hmm. um, and it was an experience because it was you know this this company's been going for ages now, right? Yeah, I, never, um, I never went into the old one because it's the hairdressers now, isn't it? It's the hairdressers now, yeah, yeah, yeah. But the old one is entirely different to what it is now. So. Mm. Um, the, where they moved over to the other side, they have a larger shop floor um, in an amazing arcade. Mm. And it's, yeah, it's, it's entirely awesome in that respect. And then, like, after university, I, coming back to me, sorry, after university, I worked a little bit at a traveler's hostel, so um, managed to talk to a lot of people around the world, which was really lovely. Yeah. Um, and then I ended up working at Camera Center after that. Yeah. So, you've kind of got a very similar story to me so I started out doing quite a bit of free work before yeah. I started getting paid and look I'm not going to advocate just do everything for free because you know it doesn't suit everybody mm. but doing stuff for free gets you on the radar once you're on the radar yeah. then it comes from that so did your yeah. your experience have that same trail yeah kind of? I, I think it's one of those things that um, I think today there is an unhealthy kind of like hustle culture mm -hmm. I think there is but there is a certain point where people need to realise that you need to work hard and you know work at something yeah. to be able to do it because there are plenty of people that want to be in the position that you're you're in yeah. um but also like when you're just starting out be prepared to do something for free yeah, yeah. you know at the end of the day you can't go into someone and ask for 200 quid when you don't actually have a and that's it thing. And, and i get people you know and, and i don't charge 200 you know. quid i charge a lot more than that yeah. usually but yeah. um that's you it. know that when it comes to starting out that's kind of what once you get a portfolio you're like you know you'll start building up your prices yeah, um, yeah. that's it i mean when i started doing weddings for example i did the first five weddings for free yeah. the first ones and I was assisting another photographer yeah. so I wasn't taking on, on myself and then totally messing them up because and, that's not the way to do it and I think that's actually um, an interesting thing to, to say that I think when it comes to starting out doing something look to be able to assist someone that's, that's already so trained in, a, in an industry or something like that I can't stress how good it is doing that because one it gives you room to make mistakes which yeah. you're allowed to so I've, I've got a couple of people who assist me and I let them make mistakes. Yeah. I allow them to, because I know that I can cover everything properly, yeah. but it gives them the scope to go, oh, I've messed this up, so now I know what, what not to do yeah. when I'm getting paid. And 100%. that's the easiest way to do yeah. it. And, and people it. always go, well, you should pay everybody for their time. Yes, but make sure their time is worth paying for. Yeah, exactly. And, yeah. I, and I entirely agree with that. And then from there, um, I worked at Cam Center for a long time, and then I started doing weddings with a company. Um, and I enjoyed that for, 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 for a while. COVID happened. I just couldn't do it anymore. Yeah. Um, just mentally, physically, whatever. It just it it's was too hard. Um, and I like, it's one of those things where like, um, I was lucky in the position I was because I was in because you know weddings were no longer yeah you know, and um, because I worked for the company I didn't necessarily have mm. you know um, like I, I had the same kind of experience that you, that you yeah. did which was like I'd done weddings for about 13 years by that point yeah and at that point I was like do you know what I really just would love something new and something fresh and something different and yeah. and at that point COVID came along and everything stopped and I sort yeah. of went well this is kind of the opportunity to go hey if you want to go corporate or you want to go product photography or you want to do something else and switch it out 
now is like the perfect time. Yeah, and and that's that's kind of what happened. So um, I ended up getting into doing ad content because um, at this wedding company, I was always really good at short form content, and I really enjoyed it. Mm. So I just kind of looked to see if I could uh, push my skills onto doing that. So I worked in another company for a little while, um, and then after that, me and Gav started Rain Video, which yes. we still run till today. And then you know we and it's done do really bits. well. Yeah, no, we've, we've, know. we've managed to achieve a lot with it over the last couple of years. Um, but I must admit, the one that I think I've been enjoying more recently has been the camera center stuff. I've, like, I've, yeah. I like talking about camera gear. I like creating yeah. unique things every time. And it's kind of what I want to be as a creative. Well, uh, pulling you back to what you said earlier about you wanted to be a graphic designer. Yeah. And then you wanted to be this and you wanted to be that. Yeah. For me, I wanted to be an actor. You wanted to be an actor. I, I did want to be an actor. I could see it. Yeah, I wanted yeah. to be an actor. I wanted to do. Uh, I wanted to be a film director at one point as well. Yes. Um, but acting for me was always David Door. And then I went into photography eventually. Obviously, went into video. Yeah. And now here we are doing a combination of all of those things. Yeah. No. Definitely. You know, crazy um, acting, directing, and producing. this this comes into like the last podcast that was shown because like this will be actually released in two weeks now. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, the last podcast we did with Morgan, um, we talked briefly about um, this saying, which is, history doesn't repeat itself, but mm. it sure does rhyme. Yes. Um, You've said that a lot. I, 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 I think you need do. to get that as a tattoo. I probably need yeah. to get it. I like, I like the saying, because I think, you know, there's some... There's implications across the board for that kind of stuff. So, it's yeah. like, some bad, some good, you know, um, and... I, I think I think things have like a cyclical nature about them. Yeah. And yeah. It's a it's that belief in things that's supposed to happen for a reason. Yeah. Wow. Well, yeah. You know, and they happen the way that they do because they do. Yeah. And that's that's what it comes down to. Okay, Sarah, Sarah. I have a question for you, Stu. Oh, so, you got a question? For I me? do. Yeah. I never really get questions. I, I know. Uh, well, you know, co-presenter, got to flip things up a bit, you know. Yeah. Uh, um. So when you first started at Camera Center, you were in the shop. Yeah. And you're working retail. Now you're doing this. Yeah. How different does it feel? What well, now doing this? Yes, in yourself. And um, are you are you happier? Well, if we actually <laughs> go to question. if we actually go to the Camera Center YouTube channel, mm -hmm. the first video was made four to six years ago. Yeah. And that was actually by me. Yes, I saw. So it's it's one of those things where like I at the time. I would have loved to start doing this, but yeah. like the majority of what we've been producing here and like, I'm not going to say 90% of the gear that is used in this, but like yeah. 60 to 70% of the gear used to produce this is mine. Yeah. So I'm at a stage where I can actually, you know, do this mm. and then do it to, to a good, good enough quality. Yeah. Um, but I think the other thing is at the, like comparing uh, being a salesman and I was a good salesman I, you know I did quite well because um, I worked with you for a bit whilst you, I think you came back for a bit didn't you yeah I, and, uh, you know I've always come in about you know and it's one of those things where like um, I think a lot of people can understand this being a creative like sometimes there are times where you know you're not, not as busy or yeah. you know you've got you've got to <laughs> earn the next rent money or whatever yeah. you know um, so you know I've, I've been lucky enough to know um, Nick and Terry for a very long time and they've always helped and supported me yeah. throughout the career and it's and it's like that for a lot of people that I've spoke with when I was actually um um, somebody in like a, like a salesman in the store but also just like people that I've talked to over the years doing this yeah. so I did a video with uh, Vanguard Tactics who are now on like 50,000 subscribers but yeah. they're doing quite well and they do um, little miniature uh, like war games and stuff yeah, like that the war but, um, stuff. but you know he's got an incredibly um, good story I have to link it but um, what was so crazy about that is he actually bought the first camera he used to start the his YouTube channel, yeah. which he, you know, he, that's what he does for a living now. Mm. Um, he actually bought that at Camera Center UK. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, you know, and we've always tried to support him here and there throughout, that's through, it, throughout that's the thing. About, and right? it's like that for a lot of people. Yeah. I mean, like um, Chris Harrison at that tattoo show as well. Yeah. Um, you know, 100%. and a lot, of, a lot of people who have uh, either just done this as a hobby or done this thing, we have, like, customers that have shopped with us for 
10, 20, 30 years. Yeah, that's it. It's, it's keeping the retainer going and yeah. it's keeping people coming back to camera center is the fact that we're not just a company that just, you know, you buy something, goodbye, see you later. Yeah. We're, we're not that, you know, it's an aftercare thing. But it's it, it's one of those things that I think can only be done by a family run business. Yes. Um, you know, you've got all these big chains um, out there and you know they do they do really well they do the numbers but like I, I think one of the things you'd be surprised at is how well Camera Center does yeah and uh, it, because of I think that family for nature us, to it. I think one we have like a zero staff turnover yeah so everyone that was here two years ago is still here yeah um, and that it gives you someone that you can go back to uh, you want to speak to this person like, I have customers that come into the shop and only want to speak to me yeah they don't want to speak to even the, the director they just want to speak to me yeah you know um, and vice versa with other other people so what we build is that is that personal connection and you know a guy rang me up you know two weeks ago yeah. and I remembered everything he bought yeah and you wouldn't get that if you went to somewhere no, else where it's a bit more corporate and a bit more, you know. And then to kind of like answer your question through um, being a salesman in the store to mm. now running the YouTube side of stuff, um, I, I've always thought that, you know, camera centers needed this yeah. as, as, a, yeah, as, a, as a whole, really, because um, for one, the branding's good, the family nature of the business, I think, is excellent. Yeah. Um, but also, I think it's it has the potential to be something that's interesting um but it also we're not at the stage where we're massively corporate where we've got like 100 stores or no. whatever you know no. we're small but you know we're human at the end of the yeah, day yeah that's and it and, that's... and i feel like you know if you go into somewhere or you go and speak to a group of people and they, t they just talk to you like they're a family member of yours yeah then it's so much better than just having a corporate response 100 percent. you know or a robotic response because yeah. you, know, you know what the answer is before you ask the question whereas yeah. you can come to us and I'll actually tell you as it is. Yeah. You know, or you can yeah. tell them as it is. Or whatever. Yeah, 100%. You know. Um, so I think, like I said, um, I think there's a lot of potential in this you, uh, Camera Center YouTube channel. Mm -hmm. um, and um, that's ultimately why I like I wanted to get onto it, because I wouldn't be doing something if I didn't think there was massive potential to it. Yeah, and you've um, also got to enjoy it, mate. And, and, and I've also got to enjoy it. Um, you know, I've always got on really well with everybody at Camera Center. Um, yeah. You know, and I, I honestly can't wait to see what this becomes like. Yeah. Like this excerpt now will be taken out and put in a video three years from now, and yeah. it will be like, "This yeah. is where we were." Yeah, and, and three this years is where from we're now, now, future us is going to be cool. Yeah, in but, the same setup. But to Stuart think, set like, up. Like when you when you came back and and you did you started doing YouTube full time. Mm -hmm. How many subscribers did we have? About twenty. Oh, when we when we started this, that like starting the YouTube channel. Yeah, so like we started we, at twenty one. When we teamed up, and we started, we started at twenty one. Now mm -hmm. we stand. At, I mean, yeah. this last month has done it's particularly just, well. It's just shy of seven hundred, right? Now, if you think doing this, what a couple of months? Yeah, just 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 you know, shy. Yeah, just shy of the actual months. growth over the the period of months yeah. is is good. And, and, and yes, people people grow faster. Um, yeah. But the trouble is, is that this area is very oh, contested is because yeah. everybody likes to do creative stuff yeah um so at the moment i think what we've done quite well and maybe this is something that you could comment on to be honest with you is try and um, add a different aspect to what we're creating out of the videos themselves mm -hmm. so what do you think compared to other we're not going to name any names because you know it's not right comparing but like what do you think of the how we what we've managed to achieve so far compared well, I to think other the, the first thing i was thinking about is is the quality going to be good and then I saw what you produced. And then I went, okay, I don't need to worry about that anymore. Okay, that's okay? good then. So that's good. Yeah. Okay, because I think it really matters when you see like a really poor quality yeah. podcast or video or anything in general. And you're just like, nah, switch off. Yeah. I'm one of them people. Yeah. I'm sure a lot, of, um, maybe you are as well. I'm sure a lot of Oh, no, are. I switch off for um, So, because I'm, I'm like proper ADHD. Like if you haven't got my attention in the first five seconds, forget it. Yeah. And I think what we've really tried to do is build on that. Yeah. Um, but in terms of how it compares to, say, other people that are doing it, what I find with ours is that ours is just more, you can kind of personally connect with yeah. it a little bit more. Yeah. yeah. Um, and what we want to know is we don't necessarily just want to talk to you about camera gear or yeah. lenses. We want to talk to you about you, yeah. specifically you, um, and get deep. Yeah, and get, get emotional. Yeah, you know? emotional. Get yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, and we're okay with that because yeah. at the end of the day, we we well, serve think, our customers in the same. Yeah, hundred percent. Right? We serve and them as exactly. human beings, and that's exactly, exactly what we're trying to do. And I think when it comes to the podcast, um, 
yeah, that's been a really interesting experience because you've got these people that, um, you know, have a really personal experience as to why they're into photography. Mm-hmm. You know, you have Dan um, and Marsh, who really lovely, all around, just lovely chap. Um, um, he has this personal experience with his dogs yeah. and, you know, g- going around doing that. But also, um, he was in the military and using a camera actually helped him get over a kind yeah. of like, because he, he thought of a camera like, you know, you would see a, like, how would you click together a, a gun and stuff yeah, like that? Yeah. So yeah. it helped him to convert, you know, uh, something that may be considered an unhealthy habit into yeah. a more uh, healthy mate, there's habit. so much of that. And I think if you look at the back of COVID, yeah. um, we actually did particularly well during that period of time yeah. as a company and it all comes back to that therapy and yeah. that's sort of shall we say keeping yourself distracted yeah. keeping yourself occupied yeah. i mean i've done it loads like i shoot wildlife i don't even like wildlife but i'll do it because i'm bored or because i'm 100 rubbish time and so. i think i think there is something about photography photographer now I'm talking about like specifically photography I think is um, therapeutic and I think I've noticed that since I've been using the um, the dream lens that came in oh, I was so excited about playing that oh my that. god you did you see your thing... face when you realised oh that I was god. sat in the I, shop I and then you were also partially annoyed at me because I didn't tell you there was one there yeah and I didn't actually Dude, that know thing that you cared rare. that much <laughs> that thing is rare I know it's rare but I didn't think you personally would care that much But you oh I would didn't... Oh, dude, I am nerdy about camera gear. If I see, if I ever see a Hasselblad X pan in there, because that's the camera, I, that's my dream camera. Okay. Uh, I will legit be like, oh my god, I need to try it out. Never be able to afford it. If anyone out there has actually got one of those, uh, please bring it into the store for Stuart to play. Yes. Yeah. Um, won't say no. We'll we'll tag you in our videos. <laughs> I'll tag you in the videos. But it, you know, <laughs> it's it's one of those. Um, what I appreciated out of that, just aside from it being like a dream lens, I've always wanted to have a plate with. Um, aside from you know that, I think what I found interesting and therapeutic about photography is going out, taking pictures, and it's what I really liked yeah. about those videos we did recently with the Dream Lens. Yeah. Um, and actually talking to uh, like people in public and being like, "Hey, I'm from Camera Centre UK. Yeah. Um, I am just going around taking photos for fun, and this is for social media. Do you mind if I take a yeah. photo of you? Because we um, didn't really plan or structure that, did we? We kind of just like, no, not at all. I was actually that day I found it. I was actually supposed to be shooting ad content, mm-hmm. and I was just like, I'm going to go out and do it, put the video together that day, and then set it up into the group chat. Um, yeah, like the, like the today we loved it. And the same thing. We, today we didn't plan to do this. No, we, did we? Like this morning was like should we podcast? Well, okay. Yeah, you say we didn't plan. We were, we were going to be doing this. Yes, okay. we were going to be doing this. Just. Um, I didn't realize it's it was this morning. Tyler, like <laughs> working out when Tyler's here or not is like half it the year. It can be tricky, yeah, yeah, sometimes. So, um, you know, I think it was a good chance to get this sorted. I think we've actually probably talked for a really long time. Yeah. Um, is there anything else that we can talk about at the moment? Well, it's not that we're running out of things to talk about. I feel like we talk about that for like the, the foreseeable future. Okay. Overrated and underrated gear. Oh, okay. Uh, I did think about this when you mentioned this this morning. I thought, well, what do I not like? And then I realized that actually the bane of my life is camera straps. Camera straps. Okay. So I think from your perspective, they're overrated. I think the right ones are underrated. I agree. I own own about 12. Yeah. I'll be honest, because I keep losing them, then finding them, then before I found them, I replaced Mm. them. So I've got lots. The one one that I use and I always come back to is the Peak Design Slide. Yes. I genuinely think that one is probably the best one on the market if you want a camera strap that is comfortable, um, efficient. I've even used it on my FX6, which I really shouldn't. Yeah. Um, but it's uh, by the way the strap we're going to link down below so you can see yeah the strap will link down below um, um, but I think that's really good um, I do think camera manufacturers need to stop putting that stupid strap that you always have in the bag oh yeah what a waste of time I'll throw it straight in the bin um, or if you're actually going to be doing a strap do a good strap yeah because I agree like, I know a lot of people still use those straps I would say like put some quality into it because 100%. nine times out of ten camera straps they just end up I think camera camera companies at the moment are really good because like we had Vider in recently from Sony going on about recycling boxes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think what a lot of the camera companies need to do, and this is all of them, by the way, every single one of you, um, do a recyclable strap. 
but make it mm. better quality. Yeah. Um, like a recycled leather. Or, or like a vegan or, leather, um, yeah. Or a vegan leather, or just something that's not going to disintegrate in six months' time. No. Um, I agree with you on peak design. So I have a slide light. Yeah. Do you have a slide? Or a slide? I've had the slide light. I've, I've had the okay. slide. I've had. I've, I've had, all, had of all of them, and I lose them, but and then I buy I them again. The it's one of the one of the products that I keep coming back to, yes. no matter what. Yeah. Yeah. Hundred percent. And the fact that they're so easy to take off as yeah. well um, with those lugs, you know, it's, yeah. it's awesome. Um, but I've also owned Black Rapid. I've had Black yeah. Rapid harness, which I use for when I'm carrying. I've never harness. really done that. I know a lot of people use it. They tend to be more photographer. Yeah, most harnesses do. Well, because you're, yeah. you're working off one system at a time, but yeah. or it's separate from you, the second one. Um, but as someone who carries two cameras, shoots stills, um, I use a Black Rapid dual harness, okay. which is actually so comfy. Yeah. Like so, I wore it for most of a wedding recently, and I wore it for Pride, which was two days back to back. Yeah. No back pain, no neck pain, just me legs hurt. And that's about it. Because I was doing a lot of running. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, I used to have a real bad problem where I used to carry two separate camera straps and I'd get really bad neck pain. Yeah. And then coming onto the the harness system when does that is amazing. But if I'm just using the one, then I use the Peak Design because Peak Design is the best one. All right. In my opinion. I kind of think this kind of moves into camera bags. Mm-hmm. All right. I appreciate people that use the pull along mm-hmm. cases yeah they would end up pissing me off okay they would end up annoying me beep time beep time they, no they, they end up annoying me I mean, because i don't want to like drag it around and it yeah. tend to be something that you know i'm gonna end up bashing against okay. everything i'm gonna be worried okay. about it i like having a backpack but i also yeah. carry a lot on my back yeah okay so i'm gonna admit why I use a rolly bag, because I know you brought this up because you know I use one. Yeah. Okay? yeah. I use a Vanguard uh, 5090 Sky. Yeah, yeah, Sky one. It's because I'm weak. Okay? I mean, you know, like, and I'm, I'm small, <coughs> right? But the thing is, I have to carry like two camera bodies, four or five lenses, two flash guns, blah, 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 all the bits, right? Yeah. And carrying it on my back can hurt, right? Because I'm not a strong guy. So I, I carry it, and I, it would rather just my one arm ache than my whole back. Yeah. But. I'm also at the point where I will take more than what I actually need to take with me. So I'll take the roller bag and the backpack. Okay. Because then I'm not carrying two backpacks. Yeah. yeah. So it's it's easier that way. Plus, if you go traveling, really good for. Um, I actually stuck it on a National Express bus. I would not advise doing that. Yeah. Um, no, that sounds like a really bad idea. Yeah, Why did you do that? Because it was my only option at the time. And so I, I put the, all my camera gear <clears throat> in the bottom of the bus. Yeah. And uh, it was fine. You know, durable as hell. Yeah. But uh, the extra benefit with the wheelie bags is that if you break the wheels, the most of the time, I know Vanguard will do this, and big shout yeah. out to Neil at Vanguard, will just replace the wheels for you yeah. if, there's, uh, if there's an issue. Oh, so. fair enough. So, but the wheelie bags are really good. The backpacks, I, I've got one of those. I've also got a shoulder bag. Yeah. I don't know if you own a shoulder bag. Have you got the City? No, I've got the... I've got the City. I, I, I like that bag a lot. One problem with it, doesn't fit my laptop. Okay. If yeah, it fit my laptop, it would be perfect. That would be my everyday use. So I actually have I have three different brands. <laughs> so I'm not okay. loyal to anyone in particular. Sorry about it. Uh, so I have a Vanguard bag, which is the Rolly bag. I have a Low Pro Pro Tactic, okay. uh, which is my backpack. Pro Tactics, I think, have been a staple for camera bags yeah. for a long time. Yeah. I yeah. think they might be a bit overrated. They're actually really not. Aren't they? They're really not. Have to no, give it a go. because they are the most durable bags I think I've ever bought. Is it? Um, and one giveaway of that, so I shoot a lot of concerts and events. I, I'm I'm near police quite a lot and security quite a yeah. lot, and they will buy stuff because they're rugged. Yeah. Because they need to be, and most of them, if they've got camera bags, have pro tactics. Okay. Um, so they are a really strong bag. Okay. The strongest one. I'm incorrect. Um, shoulder bag. I actually have a Temba DNA messenger bag. Uh, Temper, I would say Temper are great. Mm-hmm. Don't necessarily like the look of their no, messenger bags. But they look a little bit too camera bag. And this is this is the thing that I argue with people, right? I'm I'm I don't buy camera bags to look good. I buy them to be durable and do the job that I need them okay. to do. So I'm not concerned about what they look like. <laughs> no, no. It, but but there is not, that aesthetic to it. You are no, right. uh, like with me, when I'm saying they look too camera baggy, with me, okay. it's I want it to blend in. I don't want it to look like yeah. a camera bag. Yeah, that's true. So um, I'm not somebody that's worrying about the looks, maybe a little bit. Yeah. Um, but like... Uh, my main concern is, does it look like, look a, like camera a camera bag? bag. Is it oh, obviously I a camera bag? I, I, I wouldn't say it does, personally, well, the Temba one. I mean, 
if you Tempe, know what Tempe you're though, at. Tempe do, do some really bad, really, really good backpacks. Yeah. Um, like I had the Axis. Yeah, um, this is a great pack. And that yeah. backpack can store so, so, so much. Yeah. Um, I moved from that into the Vanguard V... Uh, what's the one? Uh, they had the VO Select. I think, yeah, I, I yeah, moved that into a VO. 49, 49 yeah, yeah. is it? Yeah. Yeah, no, so I moved into the Vanguard VO, um, the Select series. Um, yes. Like I like it lots. It's, it's really good. Uh, only criticism on it is the top compartment. It wasn't cushioned in any way shape yeah. or form yeah i did find and, the padding was a little um, bit flimsy but when it, when it comes to me i carry a lot of camera gear um mm. and i like i've moved back to my old camera bag yeah my tried and true and tested and that's the peak design everyday backpack well i had a like my first camera bag when i had that 550d was a loper was it yeah my grandmother bought it for me from, oh, a, nice. from a, a camera shop in moynard in somerset which is where you're from originally moynard um and I'm from Somerset too. We should we call are. this the Somerset Camera Podcast. We should call it the Somerset. We should call it the the Carrot Munchers Podcast. <laughs> Carrot Munchers. <laughs> no. Yeah, or the West I'm Country. Not, I'm not, not going to say what I was thinking of saying. <laughs> but um, um, another funny story that me and Stuart are actually from the same neck of the woods. Yeah. And we've ended up in Cardiff, not knowing each other previously. Yeah. So. But it goes even further. Mm, we actually went to the same college as we well. We did. We did go to the same college, and we did the same course. At two different times, so I think you yeah. were a year ahead of me. Yeah, I didn't like reset yet. He's I'm actually older than Stuart. Okay, I'm 30 this year. I'm better looking though. Put in the comments below who's better looking, <laughs> me or Stuart. I like, I like what he did there because if you see, he did a smolder <laughs> like specifically to make him look better. Yeah, I do this thing. It's when I take my glasses off, that's when you need to be worried. Um, what were we saying? Yeah, we were in the same, same course. Yeah. You're one year younger than me, but you were a year ahead because I had to do a yeah. reset year six form because I messed it up and decided that I don't want to be a scientist now. I want to be a photographer. <laughs> so I started, I dropped psychology and then Ooh, went to media. Um, so underrated versus overrated gear. Yes. Before we get distracted. Yes. What have we just done? We've done underrated, right? Um, I like, we kind of... Oh, we dabbled. We dabbled. Okay. We're, we're, we're dabbling. What would you say then is your most um, underrated lens? Underrated lens. I can't say the 35 because I spoke about it way too much. Yeah. Okay, I've got a lens. Mm -hmm. uh, it's I a, should hope so. I've got, I've got several. Yeah. I've got, I got a lens um, and it's a 15mm Lauer macro, super macro okay. lens. Why so it's not one one by one dimension. It will. It gets to the point where you can put your fingerprint up to the lens, yeah. and it will focus on it. Oh, lovely, nice. Okay. That thing is freaking mental. Yeah. Super sharp, mm. broken. Yeah, yeah. Glued together. I can see the purpose of lower lenses, and I can see why they're great. I've never owned one. I know that I'm pretty sure they made a Nikon Z mount one at some point as well. Don't know. Um, but. I, it's not something because I don't shoot that kind of stuff. It's not yeah. something I've ever gone. Oh yeah, I'll buy a lower lens because you know I'm not a macro photographer yeah. or I'm not you know shooting other stuff. But I can appreciate them for what they are. They just yeah. look kooky. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Um, <laughs> uh, what's an overrated lens for you? Overrated. I would say I'm not a huge fan of long telephoto lenses. No? No. You say this. But it's because like, I'm weak. Every okay. every every day you're like, Stuart, we should take out the 180 to I 600. I do say that Nikon. because it's relevant for our customers. No, it's not. It's relevant for him. It's and relevant for me. It's customers. relevant for the customers, yes. Yeah. But also, like, it's Tyler wanting to try out a lens. I just want to try out new lenses that nobody else has got, and that's why that's why I get like that. But, yeah, I would say, I'm because I don't shoot with them, I would say they're probably the ones that I, I would say are underrated, overrated or whatever. Yeah. But that's, that's not to say that they're bad. No. It's just that, I, one, I can't afford them, and two, um, I don't use them. So, yeah. you know, why would I say it's overrated? Or underrated if I don't use it. Well, you use a telephoto. You got a seventy to two hundred. I do have that's a seventy to two hundred, but that, 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 yeah. that's that's not. I don't I think that's what? perfectly rated because they are just good lenses. They're awesome lenses. They're what yeah. we consider one of the three Trinity lenses, and they're yeah. amazing. But when I mean long lenses, I mean four, five, six, seven, eight of them. You know, yeah. well, not seven hundred. You know what I mean? Um, but the seventy to two hundred, I can't live without. To be honest with you, because without that, I wouldn't be able to do half the jobs that I'm doing easily. 
because it's sharp as shit. So what I found funny when we did the video, the photo 101 for the primes and zoom lenses, yes, is that you totally made yourself out like you're a prime shooter. <laughs> yeah. Now there's this thing I swear is in that people who shoot primes all the time are like, oh. I'm a prime shooter, yeah, and I'm a I'm a prime shooter. <laughs> I like I like telephone. I like Zoom, so yeah. Um, but I am one of those people that have been like I'm a prime shooter, mm -hmm. and by me being a prime shooter makes me superior. <laughs> well, there is that element to it. It's because prime lenses are sharper. They are sharper, but I do shoot zooms often. It's I'm fifty fifty with it. Mm. I'll be honest with you. I shoot primes a lot and I shoot zooms a lot. Yeah. Um, I just go with what I feel like doing. Thing is, I'm, I think the, the, the general argument when it comes to people who shoot primes all the time mm. is, and against people who shoot zooms all the time is like, oh, you're being lazy. Why not just move? Yeah, but that's rubbish. That's a bit stupid it's because there are, there, are, there are situations where you're actually going to be able to get more good content because you got a 70 the, the, way, the way that I see it is, would I rather shoot primes and risk missing potential photographs that my client is yeah. asking for? Or would I rather shoot zooms and guarantee my client that I'm going to get them everything that they want? Yeah. And that's that's what it comes down I, to. I think you know? it comes down to every kind of lens has um, its things. Mm. And I think with that, primes are overrated. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm so offended. Um, uh, they're not. They, okay. they're, they're amazing. But yeah. I think people, I think zoom lenses are better than people would give them. Oh, yeah. No, yeah like people would give them credit for. I, th I, I just apply it to the circumstance. Yeah. I just think, do you know what, today, and sometimes I just do it because I feel like it. Yeah. I'll be honest with you. Sometimes I just go, I'm going to shoot a studio portrait today with a 70 to 200 because I want to. Yeah. It's not because it's different or better or what have you. No. Like, just enjoy it. That's what we're here for, right? Uh, yeah, well, I, I, that's it. And it's one of those things It's like, at the end of the day, use the gear that you want to use. Mm -hmm. yeah. We should totally cut that little excerpt. It's just like, primes are overrated. Yeah. Just, just <laughs> watch watch the real, watch the, the comments like, and the likes. And the thing, so somebody in. said to me, don't buy a 20 mil prime for wedding photography. And I went, why? Like, think of the things that you can do that's creative with a 20 yeah. millimeter as a stills photographer. I'm sure yeah, yeah. there's plenty of applications, but like, you know, when we did that Primes video and we came to the end and they said, consider the 20 mil, yeah. um, purely out of the fact that you can just do things that you wouldn't have thought of yeah. and don't stay in a box, try and do yeah. other things, you know. Go on then, what's your overrated gear then? My overrated gear. I would probably say my 85 mil. You're saying that, saying, oh, yeah. okay. Why, yeah. why, why that? Because I love it so much, but I use it way more than I probably should. I think I think what people, yeah, I think what people realize about 85s is that everyone's had an 85 at one point, and they are good lenses, and, you know, have by all means, have them in your thing. Yeah. I think people um, tend to switch back mm -hmm. to, like, a 35 or a 50. I did that. Um, or then they go further, go for, like, a 135 or a 70 to 200. Yeah, I've tried um, them all at some because point. Because it's like, yeah, everyone's tried them all at one point. I've had a 70 to 200. I had the Sigma Sport. The Sigma Sport. Sigma. 70 to 200 yeah. it was it was heavy as hell oh yeah but amazing lens though oh incredible lens. it was uh prime on literally every level and i liked it a lot but yeah. um yeah. yeah well what like the 85 is the one and you'll see it in my videos i rave about it all the time yeah and i love it and i, I just it will always be in my bag but i do use it way more than i should because yeah. i remember when we did that one on the the 35 the 50 or the 85 yeah. and i was like i got a sense to it for those of the 50 millimeter lens samples and yeah. i've realized that i've done maybe two shoots with the 50 mil but i've owned it as long as the 85 and 35 so maybe I should maybe that's uh, um, that's that's your underrated that's your underrated gear because a fifty mm. is really good. Oh yeah, fifty is like essential and amazing. Mm. And going back to when I first started, it was the first sort of proper lens that I bought. Yeah. But then when you start exploring other things, you go away from that. Yeah. You go to thirty-five. You go to eighty-five. You go to hundred mil macros. Those are really good. Um, but yeah, the fifty mil is I, I would say underrated on the basis of the fact that we just don't use it as often. Yeah. Sorry. Um, um, have I asked you what your most underrated one is? My, my most underrated? Mm. Oh, okay. He absolutely loves his Nikon camera. Don't you? I don't have a Nikon camera. I never and you will. love wearing a Nikon t-shirt, like every video. <laughs> uh -uh. 
Um, my most underrated thing um, that I do come back to quite a lot, and I don't necessarily use as much as before, but when it comes to like rigging out cameras, mm. I find I, I think they've changed the system. And to be fair, from when I originally bought them. Um, they probably needed to update it, but there is these Gian, um, Gian clips. Okay. I'll, I'll show you. Hang on a second. Yeah. I, I wasn't entirely sure where you were going, so that's good. So whilst I um, have Stuart go out in the office to get um, another thing, really important thing is don't forget to like comment and subscribe on our channel. We keep asking you every video and there's a reason. It's because it really, really helps. So do your absolute best to comment, like and share. Tell your mates, tell your mums, tell your dads, tell your brothers and your sisters, tell your uncles and your aunties. And Stuart's back. Here we go. So it's this. It's these clips. Oh yes, I've seen these, but I've always wondered what they actually are. I thought it was just part of this. So when I used to do weddings, and I think it was more useful for when I did weddings, I literally put it on everything. I'd put it on separate heads, I'd put it on separate, you know, yeah. and I'd, I'd find them really useful. And these days, um, they've actually started putting this system in a lot of tripods, so I believe the Sarui ones have got it, a few, a few of the Benro ones have got it. Mm. And it's a really cool system. Yeah. Yeah. Actually looks really good, to be fair. Talking of really cool new things that you've bought, and you can see what I'm staring at. Um, Stuart, which is your uh, giant laptop. It's not giant. <laughs> no, mine's bigger. Yeah, well, let's not, let's not get into that. That's going to be taken as a uh, <laughs> uh, camera center out of context. Sure. Yeah. But how, how essential would you say your your computer has been in terms of like your workflow, editing um, process, working at camera center? You know. Those kind of the laptop has, like, I wouldn't have been able to get through the amount of videos that I have to do because it's not just these three videos a week that I produce. It's the ad content um, and the, the, the short form stuff and everything of like that. Yeah. Where before a podcast would probably take me a day or so to edit, I can mm. edit it within two, three hours. Yeah, when you had that laptop, you, like, smashed it out. Yeah. I'm um, sure you did, like, two or three in one day. And this comes from, I come from a place where, like, um, I've had the iMac Pro, which I'm looking to see. Uh, so get in touch if you're looking to do it. Um, and then I also had a uh, Windows laptop. Uh, the Windows laptop for me wasn't reliable, but that's all because I've always had issues with Windows laptops. Yeah. Okay. Um, so then ultimate question, Mac or Windows for, for Mac. video? For me, it's Mac. I um, I went to Windows on the recommendation of a friend and it was, was wrong. <laughs> I, I think it ended up proving to me that it would like I am a Mac user and yeah. I, I like him for a very specific reason. It's mm. the user interface, it's the reliability, I, um, I agree. and I'd, I'd constantly had and it may be just I may be just unlucky with the Windows laptops that I've bought, but yeah. I am a Mac user and um, I do very much like them and I think they're really well made for what they are. Yeah. I do find them funny every now and then, like when it came to Apple, they were like, "Let's put this screen bar at the I front." Know. And uh, then everyone complained that they got rid of the SD card thing. And, and they, they were got, like, oh, yeah. maybe we need to put an SD card thing. Less of a keyboard and smaller track. And then let's put a HDMI, a full size HDMI in as well, which is really useful. Yeah. Um, well, I, I, of course, and this is another thing that we have in common, Stuart, is that I recently bought myself a new laptop. Yeah. So I've got a 16 inch mic. He looks funny. I do look funny. Do you want to see because that? Let me go and get him. Yeah, let, you keep, <laughs> okay. so it's now Stuart's time to keep you occupied, so enjoy. <laughs> Over to you, Stuart. <clears throat> so make sure you like, follow, and subscribe if you want to see more of this hilarity, um, where we're going to be talking about camera gear, but also general fun little conversations as well. He seems to have lost his laptop, so he's currently running about like a headless chicken um, on a, a day which is actually quite hot outside. Right, I excuse the fact that it's actually really dirty at the moment, and I always forget which way to open it, but you can see here that it's... Uh, what, what? <laughs> <laughs> it's basically covering you. Yeah. Look at it. I know. Look, I can literally. Why? Because you're I'm, tiny. I am tiny, but I like a big screen. This is a big enough screen. It's not and I've got another though. screen up there. Yeah, but I also have this on a really good deal because I actually bought a refurbished one. This is refurbished as well. Yeah, but this one was six hundred pounds cheaper than the brand new one. Yeah, this was like. Yeah. A thousand pound cheaper oh, than a brand sorry. new Sorry. Fight Ooh. me. <laughs> okay. Um, um, but no, I always prefer bigger screens. So like when I'm when I'm editing, I'm often dealing with like a thousand or two thousand images at a time. So having more space in the screen just allows me to Why don't you just get yourself a monitor? 
because I would rather it be portable. Get yourself a portable monitor. I don't want a portable monitor when I've got one built into the fucking computer. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, I'm a big fan of, um, yeah, that, this has been like the only way I'm able to produce the amount of content I am is because of this laptop. And I will say credit to where Apple, well, where it's due, their M2 chips are amazing. Yeah, because like, I've so heard I've heard multiple things from like um, Linus Tech Tips, which have been going through a whole controversy recently. But we don't need to get into that. Mm. Um, like, you know, that they haven't necessarily been like a massive imp improvement on the previous model. But I must admit, I've seen it, and yeah. it's uh, it gets to the point where I can pretty much edit a podcast at like three times speed. Yeah, um, 100%. which is good the... when you want to just get an initial cut done. Yeah, but you've got um, the, the M2 Max, is it Pro Max? Chip? Natural Ultra. Ultra is it? So mine's an M2 Pro chip, um, which for photo is more than Max. That. Yeah, you're obviously going to need something a bit bigger because you're doing video. Right? Yeah. But for photography, like the M2 Pro chip, amazing. No, right this is the perfect size as well. That's not, that's ridiculous. This is amazing. Do you know what annoys me about the larger size? Is there's just too much space. It's like, like look how much space there. Yeah, but that's the space, space you can put like awesome stickers and stuff. And you can yeah, but you like, haven't put any awesome stickers. You've just put, you've just hidden it with that I haven't yet thing. to put any awesome stickers on it. Okay. I was going to torture you by putting a Nikon sticker right here. And no, if you touch me, the touch this laptop with a Nikon, I will light that on No, fire. I mean, I put it on mine, not on okay. yours. Yeah. I probably need to not take that out because it makes it sound like I really don't like Nikon. <laughs> But um, that's one thing I think Sony should do again. <laughs> is the Veo? Do you remember the Sony Veos? No. They were in like Bond. They were always advertised in James Bond films, and what, what, they, what? it was their laptop. They, they, oh, ditched, right. they ditched making them, but they I were actually legit, that. really cool laptops. Like when I watched a Bond movie, I was like, "Oh, watch," mm. you know, yeah. Omega or. Um, Aston Martin. And that's been a really cool discussion overall. If you guys got any ideas as to what you would want us to talk about in the future, uh, me and Tyler will do these every now and then if we need to fill in a week um, between guests. Yeah. Um, I hope you... You can do this, bit. I hope you enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. Did you enjoy it? I did enjoy it. Yeah, it's nice that we get to present stuff together because I've been banging on about it for ages. Well, we, we, we should do. We should and do. we should do more of them because, you know, we can become the new Ant and Deck. Yeah, of, he's, uh, the, he's like the uh, comedic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm the camp to his... Uh, uh, I'm the camp his to his assets. man. <laughs> um, but, um, yeah, no, um, I've really enjoyed it. I hope you guys have really enjoyed yeah. it as well. Um, and I think what's great is the fact that we get to do this all the time for a living. Yeah. Awesome. But if you guys want to see more, let us know what you want to see. Because yeah. that's, that's going to be really important because then we can actually talk about stuff that you're interested in. Yeah. Which makes you actually also, watch them probably. Camera gear, you know, yeah, all that camera fun gear. stuff. If there's any... Um, rumors going around that you guys want us to discuss as well because we're looking at doing some sort of news type stuff too yeah. you know um we've got lots of things coming so if, if you guys have something specific that you want uh let us know in the comments message us you can email us you can call us you can do whatever you like yeah perfect okay we'll round it off anyway like follow and subscribe have a good day bye goodbye from him bye bye